I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Down the block, Andrew Johnson. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Obviously gave my live reaction to the State of Origin teams that came out the other day and we are going to do a big Q&A with you guys surrounding the State of Origin teams and selections and how I think the game will play out in the next 48 hours or so, so that'll be very exciting. But I had a few people that messaged me and said, hey, we got your live reaction. Can we get your reaction now just after a couple of days to take in the teams, to listen to different arguments from people, to hear more interviews, all that sort of stuff. Uh, so I thought I would just go through very quickly, guys, and just give my opinion on these both sides now that I've been able to sit back and reflect. Uh, So the Queensland Maroons, we'll start with them. Look, I still would have gone for KP. I think the main argument I've got from people is the HIAs and everything. Um, I'm glad KP isn't playing. I think that Reese Walsh could be an absolute superstar and he could be made for the Origin Arena, but... He could be, uh, but we know KP is. So for me, I'm glad KP hasn't been selected. I think he's going to go on an absolute tear for Newcastle over the next few weeks. The other controversial one in the back line was, of course, Dane Gagai not being selected. Uh, went through and had a look at some numbers, watched a few highlights, didn't obviously sit back and watch entire games. But there's no doubt whatsoever that Dane Gagai over the last couple of years defensively, he has struggled. Um, and as good as he's going for Newcastle, um, I mean, you can't argue that defensively, he isn't at his absolute best either. So the more I reflect on it, the more I look at, you know, some defensive stats and everything from the last few years in the Origin Arena, um, and when I even go and look at his Newcastle stats defensively, as much as he's killing in an attack, I can understand why Billy has made this decision, but... I mean, I always thought that Queensland pick and stick with the guys that have done it before because they will always do a job for us. This does sort of go against it, but I can understand where Billy is coming from. And, you know, Dango guy defensively wasn't fantastic last year. And, I mean, if you were to pick Dango Guy there, a guy that you don't trust defensively, um, you know, he is going up against Latrell Mitchell, probably the hardest task in rugby league. So I, it has still shocked me. I still would have picked Gagai, to be honest with you, but I can see where Billy Slater's logic has come from. But then to pick Hamiso there, who's a fullback, uh, fullback slash winger, I, I don't think centers in his top two positions, in my opinion, um, is a bit of a controversial one as well. In saying that, I doubted Hamiso when he came up against Tommy Turbo a couple of years ago. 
I thought it was going to be an absolute landslide, and he handed him very, very well. So I would have picked Dane Gagai, and I would have picked Hamiso on the wing. Billy Slater has gone for Hamiso in the centers, no Dane Gagai, and Murray Tuolungi, which isn't what I, would have, what I would have done. But on reflection, I do understand his decision a lot more. The halves obviously picked themselves for the Maroons. Tom Flagler in the starting side. Now, I will just say this off the top. I'm not convinced that either of these starting sides are what they're going to look like when they actually run out. But Tom Flagler, I thought he'd be better off the bench. I really did, but... Maybe Bill Slater is just coming in with, hey, we're going to throw everything at you in that first 20 minutes. I'm sure he's probably expecting Apisai Kurosawa to start the game. So maybe that's part of his thinking. I want my big lunatics taking on Appy all night, take plenty out of the tank. So I can understand it from that perspective, but it, once again, it probably isn't what I would have done. Uh, he's named Ben Hunt to start in nine. That could be Harry Grant or Ben Hunt come game day. I, I don't have a huge issue how it goes either way. Personally, I would want to start with Ben Hunt. I'd want to start with Benny Hunt for the first 30 minutes. Uh, I'd then insert Harry Grant about 10 or 15 minutes before halftime, uh, and I would let him play out until, you know, probably halfway through the second half. But then when it comes down to the back end of the game, I want Ben Hunt coming off a spell, coming off, you know, by that point, it'll be close to an hour or so off the field. I want his kicking game. I want his footy IQ. I want all of that on the field with Benny Hunt when the game is in the balance at the back end. But I think Harry Grant, there's a lot that he can offer in that middle third 30, 35 minutes, especially just after that sort of that real impact period of the first 20 minutes. I think they've, they're really well balanced there, and I think it's something that us New South Wales Blues, we are lacking in our team that I'm very, very jealous of. Um, obviously, when I did my live review, it wasn't confirmed that Felice Cafusi was out for three weeks. It, seemed, it has been since, uh, so I can understand, obviously, going with Fafita. I think he's the better option. I would have gone with Fafita over Kurt Capel, uh, but they are leaving out, once again, Kurt Capel, and they've left out Dane Gagai, and I know it's not their choice, but, you know, Felice Cafus is also out. So it is a lot of experience that is missing from this side in really key defensive spots that Slade is going in a different direction. So it is very bold. Tom Gilbert on the edge. Look, am I completely convinced he's going to line up like this? No, I'm not. It wouldn't surprise me if Jai Arrow goes there, but you would have to assume that it is on the right side, uh, which Tommy Gilbert did play a little bit of last year and did play quite a bit of edge as well. But I, I don't know. I, I just didn't expect Tom Gilbert to land on that edge. And look, I don't think he would be there if Felice Cafusi was available. So credit to Billy Slater. He has been forced into this change, but it is not one that I saw coming. But he, he will get paired up with on that edge with Hamiso. Their job will be to contain uh, Latrell Mitchell on that edge. So from that perspective, I understand him going for the combo of those two former Cowboys. But I'm just not sure how many times realistically... These two would have defended each other, so I defended with each other. So I'm not sure how strong the argument is of a combo there. But uh, Tom Gilbert, I personally think he's still very underrated. I think he is an out and out Origin player. I think you heard uh, Wayne Bennett say something very, very similar the other day about how happy he was to sign him for the Dolphins and just how good he's been for that side. So I definitely would have had Tom Gilbert in my team. I know he was a guy that a lot of people left out of their sides. I don't think he's going to be left out of an Origin, a Queensland Origin team for quite some time. Despite the superstars they've got, I just think Tom. Gilbert Gilbert's going to be one of those guys that are always going to find a spot for. So I don't mind him on the edge. It's probably not what I would have done. But now that I see it and the more I see it, the more I warm up to the task. As I said, I think he's a genuine origin player and I think he'll be one of those guys that over the next few years will go, hey, you just pick Tom Gilbert, uh, you work out your best side, then you find a spot for him. It's, if it's in the starting front row, if it's on the edge, if it's 13, if it's on the bench, whatever, he will do a job wherever he is, Tom Gilbert. I just think he's one of those guys. Paddy Carrigan at 13 obviously picks himself. Uh, the bench. 
bench. I love this Queensland bench. I am so fucking jealous of their bench. It is not even funny. And I think that Freddie and the team that he has named, I think he's seen the Queensland bench and he's tried to bolster our bench a little bit to make it look better. Uh, but I think it's weak in the starting side. So heap to touch on here. But you got Harry Grant. We've already spoken about him and the impact that he will have. Tino, Ruben Cotto, Jai Arrow. It just doesn't get much better than that. Tino, one of the premier front rowers in our game, one of the premier forwards. And Ruben Cotter and Jai Arrow, similar to Tommy Gilbert. Uh, there might be guys that get more attention and whatnot throughout the season and bigger highlights, but these two are just tough as nails. You wouldn't want to come, you wouldn't want to come up against them, but you would love to have them in the trenches with you. They are proper origin players. Ruben Cotter, he can obviously play in the middle. He can play a bit of nine if they need it. They obviously won't. Uh, he can also play 13. He's just a footballer, Ruben Cotter. He'll play wing if you ask him to, and he'll do a fucking good job of it. So I love, as you guys all know, I love Ruben Cotter. I tipped him as to be a huge bolter at the start of last season, and now I think he's just an automatic in this Maroon side, so good to see. And Jai Arrow, he's a classic, just he's a larrikin, but he's tough as nails, and you want to be in the trenches with him, and I, I, I wish, you know what, if Jai Arrow was available for New South Wales, we probably wouldn't pick him, but I would love to have him in our side. He's very similar to Liam Martin to some extent, just rough as guts, larrikin, you just don't want to come up against him, but you love to have them in your team. Uh, their extended bench, Tom Dearden and Christian Welsh. Tommy Dearden obviously not able to play for the North Queensland Cowboys this week, which sucks for them, coming off uh, arguably their worst defeat of all time last week. They'd be very, very keen to bounce back from that, but the, the state needs him, and Todd Payton and the North Queensland Cowboys understand that. I like him as 18th man. I know Timmy Williams made the argument the other day that they should have someone better there or someone that covers, not better, sorry, someone that covers more spots. I'm okay. I think this is part of Tom Dearden's progression. I think that when you're a Queensland halfback, 5'8", even a fullback, when you're going to be the next man in line, uh, you normally have to wear the 14 jersey. You have to come on and play lock and show that you're up to it in the origin arena to handle yourself out of position. Um, obviously, with the situation they've got right now, They've got two hookers there, Benny Hunt and Harry Grant, so they can't do that. So Tommy did, and he has to do it from the Jersey 18, and I think it'll all be about what he brings to the camp and whatnot. Uh, and, of course, Reese Walsh, he didn't have to do it either, so he sort of sort of skipped that step. We saw DCE do it. We saw Cooper Cronk do it. We saw Kalen Ponga do it. We'll see many more guys do it in the future. I think AJ Brimson might have even done it one game, uh, and I'm pretty sure Michael Morgan did it on a number of occasions as well. So, guys, Queensland side gave my live reaction the other day. Not much has changed. But when I look from a numbers perspective, I do understand why Billy Slater has made, in my opinion, the biggest call of his squad by leaving out Dane Gagai. Um, yeah, let's have a look at the New South Wales side. How on earth we are $1.65 is fucking unbelievable. I can't even fathom it. James Tedesco, a lot of people calling for Dill Edwards to be there. Teddy is the captain. He's the obvious choice. Um, I, sorry, I think it's such a stupid opinion to not want Teddy in this side. It's fucking bizarre. Uh, the centers, obviously, Trell Mitt picks himself. Tommy Travojevic, um, he showed the other day that he's fit. He reckons he's available. So I'm picking him. Set it all along, and I wanted him to show us something, uh, and he certainly did the other day. Did I expect it? No, I didn't. I did not expect him to be in this side uh, a week ago, but when he put on that performance against the Canberra Raiders the other day in the nation's capital, he sent a message to all of us that, hey, he needs to be in this side. So Tommy Turbo, more than happy to have him there. Fox, I mean, we all spent you know, six months there saying, Freddie's an idiot. Why didn't he pick Fox? It's so stupid. He had to be there. It's so obvious. Uh, we get to this season and like that's seemingly all forgotten because Campbell Graham's in fantastic form, which he certainly is. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I, I think what we spoke about during that six months is that Josh Adokar, he brings something off the field as well. He's a real character. He's a fantastic guy around camp. He's an energy guy and you need energy guys. And I really think... 
that they missed him last Origin Series. Who's in better form, Josh Adokar or Campbell Graham? Campbell Graham, 100%. But Josh Adokar, he has been there and done it. I genuinely think he's one of the best wingers I've ever seen. On both sides of the ball, he is fantastic. What he did at the Melbourne Storm and how successful he's been for so long, I genuinely do think he's one of the best wingers we've ever seen. Uh, I wouldn't say he's the best winger, don't get me wrong, but I I think he's right up there. I love everything about Josh Adokar. I love the way that he's changed his game. He used to just be you know, the skinny, quick kid. He's put on weight. He's got better coming out of his own end. Uh, he's also taken a real leadership role at Canterbury, which I'm sure he will bring into the New South Wales setup as well. And he still balances it out with really being the character. So Campbell Graham's time will come. Uh, and I was pretty furious when I didn't see his name there the other day. But the more I think about it, the more I understand Brad Fittler's decision. Uh, Jerome Lyon, the six, Nath Cleary in the seven. I'm okay with this, uh, but I keep on hearing rumors and it makes sense because, as we said last week on Bloke in a Bar, and I stand by it, I'm not convinced that Appy is the guy to go the full 80 minutes playing hooker. I think it's going to be a massive, massive test for him. It's a huge adjustment. And the Queensland Maroons, there's no doubt whatsoever they, their game plan will be force Appy to make 50 tackles. I read out some stats on Bloke in a Bar the other day that Appy has not made more than 40 tackles in a game this season. You can guarantee that if he's out there for 80 minutes, I'd even say if he's out there for 60 minutes, they will force Appy to make a lot more tackles than that, which will really test his fitness, especially in that Origin Arena. Not only is it, you know, even if he makes 40 tackles, you can say, oh, well, he's made that in the club arena. That's fine. But in this arena, he is tackling the biggest, strongest, fastest players in this comp, coming at a faster rate than, you know, they would have come at him over the last 10 weeks or so in the NRL. So it is a huge jump up, and I question if he's got the full 80 minutes. I do think there's a world where Jerome Lai could potentially start the game at nine. We're hearing rumors of that, and Nico Hines starts at six. I hate that, to be completely honest with you. If you're going to do that, just pick a fucking hooker. I'll tell you who I was thinking today would have been perfect to solve this problem. Um, And you could have picked him on the bench and he could have played a bit of hooker, but he also could have just played as a middle forward. A guy like Cam McInnes, he's obviously injured, but geez, he would have been a handy guy if they're going to play this way. If you didn't want to pick two hookers, you could have gone for a guy who can play hooker, but can also play as a fantastic middle with great leg speed. Obviously, he's not available. They've gone in a different direction with Nico Hines on the bench, Appy at nine, Jerome Law at six. I also think there's a world where you might even see like a Cameron Murray potentially start the game at nine. Now, I wouldn't do this, so don't jump down my throat. I know a lot of you will lose your mind when I say this, but there is a world where I could see him starting with a Cam Murray potentially at nine just for the first 20 minutes to get through that really tough defensive workload, give him a very simple game out of dummy half, and then bring on Api Curacao uh, for the last 60 minutes so he doesn't have to make as many tackles when the game is so heated at the very start. Once again, though, if that's what you're going to do, pick someone that can play that role. And that's what we haven't done, which confuses me a little bit. Hopefully, I'm completely wrong, and Appy goes the full 80 and kills it. Uh, Tavita Pango Jr. has been named in the starting side. I stand by what I said the other day, guys. I wouldn't have picked Tavita. I don't trust him. But as I said, I am more than happy for him to prove me wrong. I've heard a lot of stories over the last few days about people that are reasonably close to Tavita or know Tavita uh, and believe that he has turned a corner. So I am going to back him in 100%. He's wearing the, he's wearing the New South Wales blue, so I'm going to back him in. But I would not have picked him, and it does make me very nervous. He will be out there. Freddie is backing himself to get the very best out of TPJ. If Freddie is successful in that mission, as we all know, we've got one of the most damaging footballers in the game in Tavita Pangai Jr. starting in our front row. So we'll see how it plays out, but it still has got me very nervous. Hudson Young, as I said the other day, I love that he's been picked. Tyson Brazell, I'm all for him getting picked as well. Love both of these selections. Whether they both start, one of them starts. 
I'm not quite sure yet. I don't mind the experience and the younger guy, Frizzell and Hudson Young. I'm okay with it. I think Hudson Young, you'd probably just see how he's going out there. If he's handling the occasion well, if he's not too gassed, because it's going to be like like nothing he's ever experienced before. Potentially, you, you do let him play the full game there. He, he is a young guy. He's young, fit, healthy. Uh, it's just going to depend how he goes. The bench as it stands right now, I'm not convinced it will stay like this. Junior Paulo, Cam Murray, Liam Martin, Nico Hines. Love the bench. It's unreal, but I think it potentially leaves us a little bit weak in the starting side. I personally think we have to start with one of Cam Murray or Liam Martin. If it was my decision, I would put Liam Martin on the edge of Fafita and I would let him just go ham on that guy. Um, and I would keep Cam Murray on the bench because I want his leg speed through the middle, especially if I'm playing with a crafty hooker uh, like Apicurasau. Cam Murray is the sort of guy I want coming on for probably after the 25-minute mark and he can play the rest of the game through the middle. But his leg speed with Appy off the back of it, I think it's exactly what we need. Junior is obviously on the bench at the moment. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I don't know. I would start him over Tavita Pangai Jr. If you're going to start TPJ, I would bring him on at a particular moment for 15, 20 minutes and just tell him, hey, don't get sent off, but go fucking berserk. So I am expecting changes to this side. I don't think it's the side that Freddie's going to go with. I'm also not convinced it's the side Queensland's going to go with, but I'm less convinced it's the side that New South Wales is going to go with. Um, the extended bench, Stephen Crichton and Stefano. I mean, this whole Campbell Graham thing was a shit fight, but Stephen Crichton not playing this weekend, so maybe it does make more sense. Uh, for him to be there. But Campbell Graham was his name for South. Didn't train today, to be fair. Um, so, yeah, oh, I don't really know what to make of the extended uh, man, extended bench situation, guys. I, I don't think we'll ever really know what the exact true story is there. But I like Stefano getting a bit of experience. I still think he has got huge potential, despite not quite living up to it so far this season and probably the back end of last season. Uh, but, yeah, guys, that's my reaction after a couple of days when I've taken in a lot of your arguments, spoken to a lot of people, listened to podcasts, listened to reactions. Uh, it's always good to rethink your arguments, rethink your takes, and remould them based on new information that you have received and that you've taken in and that you've sort of picked apart to choose what you want to take with you and what you want to leave. So, yeah, as I said, guys, the next 24 hours, though, we will have a big podcast answering all of your questions. So have a look on my Instagram story. Any New South Wales v Queensland game one questions you've got, whatever it might be, chuck them in there, and I'll try and answer all of those live tomorrow on the Rugby League. Guru Podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.